Uh, what's up, dudes? What's up, dudes? We did it. What's we did going it. on? First try. <laughs> um, welcome back to the Incredible Fantasy Football Pod. Joined with uh, Garrett and Braden as usual, and a special guest star, number one listener, at least a few weeks ago, uh, Tanner Duncan. Thank welcome. you. Thank you. Yep. What's Glad up, to man? be on. Happy, happy to finally be here. Happy to be here on a Monday night. Yep. It's pretty rare. Sad to have you. But here we are. It's going to be great. So, there's two podcasts that I listen to. Actually, three. Uh, number one is uh, the Seaboys podcast. <laughs> gotta, gotta give a shout out oh, to the Seaboys. Yeah. Yep. Seaboys podcast. For those uh, that don't know, Tanner thinks that they're just a little bit better than ours. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're number That's close. One. Um, the other podcast I listen to is the Incredible Fantasy Field. Fantasy Football Podcast, Woo-hoo. this one right here. Yeah. And the third is the Twin Credible Podcast. So if you guys are fans of any of those three, <laughs> give us a like on our channel and subscribe. <laughs> wow. Couldn't have said it any better about that myself. Yep. <laughs> well, uh, just got back over Christmas break. You guys do anything? Not a ton. Went uh, home to DL. Got to hang out with Tanner. Had the, the uh, annual Dunkin' Christmas party. Smoke some weed. Smoke some weed. Drank yep. some whiskey. Drank some whiskey. Mm, what else did we do? Had a lot of kids running around. And dogs. And dogs. Lots of dogs. Yeah, it was a lot. Lots of dogs yeah, and lots was, of kids. It was very relaxing to get home. Nice. Um, yeah. How about you guys? I uh, went for the the classic back-to-back-to-back-to-back Christmas. Oof. Highly recommended. Quick hitters. Um, it was nice. Four Christmases. Um Let's say I'm I'm glad to be uh, back here on the pod with you guys, chilling a little more. <laughs> that was that was a little crazy. Um, drink lots of eggnog. What more can you ask for? For sure. I mean, I, I celebrated my family's Christmas last week, and then my fiance's family Christmas this weekend. So just nice to have time off. I don't know. Didn't do much. Yeah, it's great <laughs> for sure. I wish I could do that every day. Agreed. Don't have to work anymore. That's just what we do. <laughs> And the spot, of course. Yeah. <laughs> this will never end. We're, we're in the pot every Monday. Um, is Manicast back tonight? No. No, week 17. Uh, so next that, week. That's a bummer. What yes. have they done with that this year? The best thing ever? Yeah. No, I know. No, Reinvigorated like, America. <laughs> is it like every week or every other week? Or how did they like decide when? They game decided ten, it was 10 games, and they said at the beginning of the year what 10 games they were going to do. It's like, no, we don't. <laughs> I enjoy it, but do people love it? Yes. You guys probably know more than me. People love it. Do it gets better it? ratings than the normal ESPN broadcast. Do you guys think it like becomes a trend where like more people do it, or do you think they grab Monday Night every game next year? Like it was obviously a I th- trial. I run. think like, that it's, it's for sure a trial run. I think they might do a full season. Yeah, and I think that the thing that sets it apart is the guests that they bring on. Yeah, and they're good. Both both good interviewers, I guess, or just like sure. they're relaxed the producers the put yeah. together the right questions, and right? Not yeah. So I think it's probably it's a great way to watch primetime football. And maybe if like the normal Monday Night Crew was like any good at all, and right. people wanted to watch the Monday Night Crew, like maybe they didn't need Manny Cast. It's not like it's John Madden, but yeah, right. <laughs> they don't they don't have any. Good commentators there. I mean, they got rid of Booger and Witten, and it got like worse. Like how? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm pumped. Hope for for Manicast in the full year next year. For Give sure. it to me. 
for sure. I don't I mean, know if anyone else could pull it off like like those guys, just like Peyton. They, they've got a good personality. Their personalities. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, but there's always like those former QBs with good personalities. Like they could probably become like kind of a big thing. I know, ways. but it's the perfect duo between Peyton and Eli. It is. Peyton's just oh, yeah. so meticulous and smart, and Eli is just an idiot. He and just he, like, he leans acts into like the goober role. Yeah, he does. Love yeah. that man. Great guy. Um, speaking of Eli, we, we didn't text him yet this season. Um, yeah, we have Eli Manning's phone number. <laughs> you dropped the ball. I haven't texted hard. him this season. I'll just text him right now, dude. No. He's I doing tonight's game. <laughs> but it needs to be a better thought out text. You, you guys have Eli's If you, if you, you get one chance Eli's. at Eli's number. <laughs> you guys have Eli's number? Yeah. Oh, we just can't oh. text him. I got his phone number. I told the story on a different earlier podcast. No. Yeah, we did. 100%. Yeah, 100% the story was Yeah, I got, it, got it from an old co-worker. Is, I mean, okay. I think it's legit, so... But you don't know. But, but we need to craft the perfect message. You get right. one shot, one opportunity to capture Eli Manning's attention. Yes. <laughs> All right? We got to use it, it right. Slip. It'd be so great if we got a reply. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, a serious one. Yeah, absolutely. So, we'll have to ask. Yeah, it sounds like an off-season activity it, at this it, point. It could be uh, once we see what the Giants are drafting. Ooh, yeah, we get some some draft chatter in there. We'd be like... Uh, dude, I just think we just call him up right now, dude. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just be like, Eli, what do you think about this quarterback? Out of, like, he seems like a really good guy. Do <laughs> you like to see him as a giant? <laughs> do you think he calls like his agent after that and is like, here's the number, block this number forever? Probably. That's what I'd do if I were him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. maybe it was just a lucky guess. I mean, we don't really know if it's him. Right. We would just be like, what's up, dude? It could be. And could just be. see what he has to say. I, I had it on good authority that it is. Zach's got this connection, man. I don't know yeah. if you know this, but... If you need something, I'll find a way, you know? So we'll probably get to it before the end of the year here. I heard it's he has Pamela Anderson's number, too, actually. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> um, all right. And just a football. Uh, big story. Our tight end bet, obviously. Uh, uh, God. Zach, another everything, 34 performance from your e- Everything I needed for my opponents happened this week. Yeah, exactly. Kelsey, it happened oh, exactly Zach. as you needed. Kill. You should have known better on this. Gronk is gonna absolutely destroy the entire playoffs, but he's like they're like already in, dude. He's just he doesn't like, he's just dude. They he, need he, the he, one seed. He's just a bit chilling. A B or uh, you got Mike Evans, you got Chris Godwin. They're both out. There was no reason Gronk shouldn't have feasted with Antonio Brown this week. And he he, he, he did yes. not. He did not. So, so I'm still dude, down by what thirty five yeah, points. So I I. Er, Kittle passed Kelsey this week with the no-show from Kelsey. <laughs> the 2.1 points. Oh, wow. He had COVID, missed the game. 2.1 points for Kittle <laughs> to barely pass Kelsey. Gronk with 2.8 points. Sick, dude. Um, yeah, you're, you're still down 35 from the closest. Yeah, and, and Mandrews over this skit is just tied him one every freaking week pretty 76. much. 76.1 points. Yeah, it would be he's, over he's, if I would have picked got an actual... He's got another 34-point game on Kiddo even. Holy cow, yeah. He's about to finish as a tight end one. Oh, My, he's, he already has. He, he, I don't think he can. He's not going to be passed. Uh, Mitch Insane. from our league said that he wanted to get in on our, our tight end bet because Mandrews was his guy, mm. and that's who's helping him you know, dominate the loser's bracket of our, our league. Yep. Um, yeah. Shout out to Mitch. Shout out to Mitch. Man, you caught fire at not the right time, but man, like, I, if you were on the league? tear that you are so now in the playoffs, you would be unstoppable. Oh, yeah. The only unstoppable force is Justin, though. 
Uh, Mitch hey, projected. Justin's getting Justin's engaged. Yeah. Oh, that's big news. That is I big saw that. Yeah, yes. I saw that on Facebook. I'm like, bro, Justin's getting married. But bigger yeah. news is Jesse Jesse's is having a baby. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> we love Jesse on this. I topic. don't know if that's big a secret. Jesse Jesse's a listener, frequent. Uh, hopefully, we didn't uh, just ruin any plans for you to like tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. No, they posted it on Facebook. All right, yeah. yeah they posted yeah. it like 15 minutes after Justin posted his proposal. <laughs> like, nah, sit down, Justin. Yeah. Get in the back seat. Your news doesn't matter anymore. Oh yeah, their family listens very intently to our pod. I know that. Yeah, so I'm a big Jerry fun. Wiggins fan. Jerry, if you're listening from he, Vietnam, he's you know. probably listening. Good morning. Over, over in Carolina. Is, is Andrew Wiggins a listener on the pod? Uh, I don't think Andrew is, but Jermaine Wiggins, the old <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That yeah, he was, listening. yeah. How did? Mm. But yeah, congrats, Justin. Congrats, Happy Jesse. You, congrats, Jesse. Happy for you, man. Yeah, both of you. Twins. Ooh, ooh. What? Speaking of twins, the the Twin Credible <laughs> podcast is going up uh, right upstairs right now. But uh, you guys might we haven't talked about this much on the pod before. You guys haven't mentioned it, but it's kind of funny because uh, the twin fact of the week a couple weeks ago was something like if twins married twins and the then the babies are actually like considered brothers. Have you got you guys hear that? In part? terms of their DNA. In terms of their DNA. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Garrett and Brayden are also twins. I don't know if you guys knew that. Wearing my glasses tonight. So twins, twins their yeah. kids are literally gonna be technically <laughs> brothers. I don't think that me and Brayden have the same DNA. <laughs> so I, yeah. I don't think it works that way. I don't know. You guys are like you guys are sitting straight across from each other. It's like looking in a time warped mirror. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the resemblance is uncanny. Time warped me. Like, look at, look at these two. I've heard multiple people say that, actually. Well, yeah, you guys, it's like impeccable. Yep, you heard it here first. <laughs> so, I mean, we need to, maybe we need to switch to a visual medium so yeah. you can see this, but unfortunately we are a podcast, yeah, so... Maybe, maybe we'll bring the show to YouTube. Hey, the C-Boys do video pod. If you guys yeah. want to blow up, yeah. you gotta... Well, like, well, well if, if, if we ever get the full studio <laughs> at Garrett's at work, which is why we started the podcast, if we ever get that, you know, we got the video set up, audio set up. I'm in the new office. The okay. studio, podcast studio is not done. Hmm. <laughs> They're only, going all out of like, a month and a half shopping. late right now. <laughs> They're crumpling that thing it's gonna be flawless get ready he does have the microphones though um and just to clarify one final thing on this tight end bet um if kittle wins am i going to be washing sue scoob's car <laughs> tank top and shorts i don't yes. think we've established the exact yeah, car no, no, no it doesn't need to we can figure out whatever you're Want to do, but it needs to be somebody's car. Yeah. Hey, shout out to Sue for volunteering your car unknowingly. <laughs> it uh, as a frequent listener, that's like the obvious choice. Yeah. Like it has to. If Brayden wins, if Brayden wins, right? Yeah. It has to. Are, are both are as long as she gives her consent. Right. I mean, that's <laughs> the point. Yeah, yeah. We we can't just show up. <laughs> You'd be like, hey, I've got some guys coming over to wash your car today. Like, happy birthday, mom. And I just watch him. <laughs> He's going to take and George. Can, can I be like birthday. eating like a Hardee's burger with just like some soft rock going on in the background? Oh it reminds me of that uh, Joe Biden that from the Joe Onion Joe Biden when he's like uh, cleaning his Porsche on his driveway or something. There's a classic Onion article. Mm, Check sexy. it out, listeners. All right, let's let's talk football here. Let's talk football. Um, what do you got, Garrett? Um, 
going into the week, nothing really that crazy other than COVID. COVID was really we crazy. We thought it was crazy last week. It was, it was way even crazier. more crazy this week. Uh, for sure. Um, AB returned. That was uh, that He's going to save news, some people's playoff with, runs. Especially with Godwin out, with Mike Evans out. And then AB delivers. Mm-hmm. He, has a, he has a good week. What did he have, 11 catches? Yeah, it was, yeah yards. the receptions yeah. really made it a... I had him in standard, so it was kind of like, okay, 10 points, you'll take that yeah, floor. For sure. But in PPR, I mean, yeah, that's that's a great setup right Absolutely. there. Absolutely. You'll take that any day. And that's, I mean, that's probably his floor with Evans and... Um, and God went out, you know, and Gronk kind of struggling a little bit. So Freaking Gronk. I just wonder about Brady. I mean, they're against the Jets next week, so it's. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty nice setup, but it does seem like without having all of those elite weapons, it kind of brings them down a little bit off. Of, you know, knocks them down a little peg. Sounds like a good week to have Ronald Jones. They also yeah. are and Keyshawn Vaughn. Yeah, he uh, had like six carries. Bruce, Ar- dude, I don't believe anything Bruce Arians never says to begin that, with, but. He's always he was like oh we see Keyshawn as a as a three down back lead like an dog. absolutely lead he said he could be lead a lead back. dog <laughs> dude's crazy um, but yeah other than that really just the COVID um, knocked out a lot of big players yeah some last minute too some very last minute some yeah I mean Tyler Huntley was out Travis Kelsey obviously missed um, defense aside Quentin Nelson Darius Leonard. Like, Nelson's an offensive lineman. Yeah, but not on the non-fantasy football. Sure. <laughs> on the road, but I did definitely say defense. Now, with Quentin Nelson out, Jonathan Taylor had 25 carries for 100 yards and no touchdowns. He did. I don't know if that affects him at all, he, missing he, his best I lineman. I mean, a lot of, it's actually funny because there's a lot of fantasy football players out there that are like not happy with Jonathan Taylor's performance. <laughs> yeah. It's like... His worst week is 10 points yeah. after now, like 15 I, I, yeah, weeks of Yeah, it comes in the finals. The guy led you there. It's just dominated all year. You get there. He has no catches. He gets 10 points in standard. Or even like full-point PPR, 10 points. It's like, I could have gotten this out of a waiver guy easily. Yeah, totally. I but, I mean, the only thing, the difference there is he has a, a fantastic day regardless if he right. just gets a touchdown. Sure. Yeah. If he just gets a touchdown, you're very he, he, happy. He was a beast all day. And it was oh, the he first time that he had a touchdown in... That was that streak, right? Yeah. He had a, so that's that week four streak. or so. Um, but then, also, just to pile on why Jonathan Taylor's so good, um, Dalvin Cook, going into last week, had the second most red zone carries. He was tied with someone else at 43 carries inside the five mm-hmm. or something like that, or red zone carries. 43 was the second most. Jonathan Taylor had 73. Damn. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. That's a big jump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, he, like, he's he's the Derrick Henry of that offense. Absolutely. Like they are riding his back. He they have they've won eight no out eight. They've won. Try this again. You got this. They've won eight of their last ten games. So they're like on a super hot streak. Just coming beating the Patriots and who else did they just beat? Um, I think they had a tough loss the week before, but mm-hmm. like the losses they have had are very close games. And right, yeah, eight out of ten is not bad. No, not at all. Um, but yeah. We can talk about week 16 now, I guess it would be. First week of the playoffs, or first week of the finals for some in mm-hmm. our league. Um, but, yeah, semifinals. And it was really different than week 14. For sure. Um, whatever it was, 15. I had three leagues where I'm in the playoffs, yep. and I had a bye in two of them. And uh, I won in both. You know, the, the fantasy players that you needed to perform, most of them did it. You know, there was... Definitely some weird injuries and whatnot that yeah, sidelined a few 
uh, key players, but um, no, it was, it was back to a normal, decent week for fantasy football. Yep, with some really peaks and, and some pretty low ones, but nothing like that awful. I mean, one I wanted to highlight was uh, going into last afternoon's games, I was projected to lose like 95 to like 87, um, not feeling great, but then I had Dak and the Cowboys D, Oof. and Dak for 30, Cowboys D for 20, and I, wow. I'm easily walking to the championship. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's got to be a good feeling. Good to see Dak bounce back. I had a I in the Ross Geller's pants league, Tanner. You you left that league. Yeah, we kicked you out. I kind of replaced you. Worst Dude, owner ever. If that, tells you, if that tells you anything about Tanner's uh, fancy football skills and knowledge, it's that we had to kick him out of the league. Yeah, yeah. I don't think this is the first time either. Here's the deal: I was a big splash guy, and that's how I made my moves. And you guys just wouldn't allow it, so I just quit. Just Dude, you didn't even join it. the draft most years. Yeah. What are you talking about? And there's a lot of games. There's a draft that you're lucky. <laughs> Exactly. But it was a keeper league. It is. You draft rookies every year. Here's the deal. You can't get me excited about like Joe Mixon every week. <laughs> Guess what, Tanner? Joe Mixon's a top five running back. Oh, yeah, he always year. was, but for me, he always scored like eleven points always. or less. He or had less. a couple down he, down years. years. Yeah, and during my like, he was like my best player, and now he's McKenna's <laughs> best player. Yeah. Shout out McKenna. <laughs> However. However, um, talking about like some of those moves I made, I made some good decisions. You also <laughs> you also on your way out. I know, but no, the, the, the fire sale your team <laughs> to the yeah. point that we had to veto and reverse every single trade <laughs> yeah. that you did because it was clear collusion, and the person that was coming in to replace your team would have never recovered. Yeah. That's, there's no way, dude. No, you that's tried trading like Mahomes and Devonte Adams for Tom Brady last year. <laughs> well, yeah, I was trying to go all bucks, <laughs> <laughs> and that's just not a good long-term decision. But I, you guys, I mean, <laughs> just because you want to do that yeah. doesn't mean you can. I was trying to make the playoffs for real. If I would have made the playoffs last year, <laughs> I'm still in. No, you would have had the worst team in Dynasty history. No, and, and I, I had a walk, dude. I was as a rebound. In. McKenna has been like the best new mm-hmm. owner in any league. Sorry, Braden. McKenna is the best. <laughs> no, yeah, it's McKenna and Carson. McKenna's yes, McKenna is very good. Yeah, she, she's a smart owner. I've, I've talked trades with her in the sleeper app, and she's like knows everything. And <laughs> I'm like, I thought I was gonna exploit this information because I know, you know. This is coming up. She was two trade steps man. ahead of me. <laughs> I like. I thought I, I could swindle her in a trade, and she got me. Damn. This also says to me a lot about Zach's approach in trades, but uh, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta feel like you're winning a trade to do it. Right. We already knew this. Everybody in this room has experienced it at one point in time. I just didn't expect it so outwardly spoken, but I. I uh, but Zach, shout out Chris Godwin, Cordell Patterson trade, terrible dynasty trade for me long term, but. Chris Godwin out for season. Cordero hasn't been great, but... Yeah, since I made that trade, Godwin was like 15, 15, 12 I, out yeah, for the year. I had 26, 14, and then like the like three, three and four. four. It's three and eight now. Yeah. I mean, I was way out of the playoff race at that point, and I thought Godwin is a better long-term asset than Patterson, and Patterson hopefully brings you to the promised land. Yeah, I'm, I'm, in, the, I'm in the championship. Yeah. Had a big week. Um, 
Another reason being, I traded you Dalvin Cook at the beginning of the year, uh-huh. and I brought back T. Higgins. Oh, who's and just been terrible been most of the year. Amazing this last five weeks. And you've been playing him every, in every week? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I kind of need to. I, tra- I did a uh, <laughs> trade with you. I traded Goblin. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, Higgins turned it around. And Higgins has been great, man. What do you have this week? Like 35, 38 points. Yeah, crazy. 12 catches, 194 yards, two touchdowns. That, that, that might be... Is that the biggest week for a receiver this year? Nah, there's no way. I feel like there's... The 12 for 194 and 2? I bet Cooper Cup's... Yeah, that. I'm pulling up Cooper Cup <laughs> yeah, before you said it. Cooper Cup probably beat that this year. Uh, but it's got to be close. I mean, unless you get a some, Cooper Cup a third touchdown. Cooper Cup three games over 30, and most of the rest are in the 20s. But, yeah, 37.5. No, nah, I think Cooper Cup's at a, a 32, 33 range. Mm. Pretty consistently, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm shocking. Well, if you look at that game, too, Russia I mean, Burroughs threw for over 500 yards. You had Jamar Chase was at 120 yards. You know, even uh, Mixon had like 70 or something. Yeah, like that. Just yeah. insane passing volume, which you hadn't really seen it's, it's crazy to see Burrow just coming back after the ACL tear last Dude, year. Just Burrow, an absolute beast. I think what I... Justin Herbert is as good as advertised and as good as I was saying he was earlier this year. Yeah. Um, but Burrow is right there with him. Burrow is really good. I, this sounds a little overreactionary to me uh, because Burrow, for fantasy, since week 9, 7, 9, 16, 16, 22, 12... 38. Yeah. So, yeah, he had this 38-point week. Yeah. But, and in and, and the first half of the year, he was very solid in that, that 18 to 22 range every week. So, yes, he's, yeah. he's been playing really well this year. And I think the reason you've been seeing that is, you notice how Joe Mixon has really been a top bat. They started going very run-heavy somewhere around that time when his numbers started going down. They went high sure. efficiency. But it's good to see that they actually can go back to that just – I mean, that's insane. How many quarterbacks have even thrown for 500 yards in their career? Not let alone. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, the record. He was five, 10 away from the record, wasn't he? 20. 544, I think. Yeah. Autogram. Yeah. I think I got that. That I sounds think, right. I think that's right. Can you imagine if he gets more confidence in his knee and he starts running a little more, too? Because he, he ran a little bit uh, before the injury. I don't yeah. know if he will or not, if, if now he's going to just be conservative to protect his career. But it's just crazy. Like, if he had that rushing aspect when he can throw like that, I mean, this guy. Garrett, before I totally confirm, I think it's Norm Van Brocklin and then Y.A. Tittle. Ooh, definitely damn. not Autogram. Autogram. Which Y.A. Tittle, top five name of all time. <laughs> strong Y.A. Right? Tittle, strong name. Um, yeah. Where are we in the agenda here, boys? What time do we got? We kind of hop over. Yeah, we're we're about a third of the way in, I'd say. Uh, we can talk about Justin Jackson. Why don't we talk about Vikes? Vikes? Let's get Tanner's interest here, and then... I mean, I, I feel that. I'm definitely interested. This is this is a great time. But I have to make another guest appearance on another podcast for <laughs> maybe a couple minutes here or there. I just want to know like what the, the best time is to, uh, to go up and give that a shot. Anytime you want. This guy's a Man. free agent, let me tell you. Must um, be nice. Look at this guy. Two podcasts in one night. all over here tonight. <laughs> two podcasts in one night. He's just supporting the network, the media network empire that we are creating. I hope it's worth it, because paid up for this man tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Tough to get me here, that's for damn sure. But um, I, I'm down to talk some bikes. talk bikes? Yeah, we can talk bikes. Cool, let's do that. All right. We played the Rams. We played the Rams. <laughs> we did it. I mean, technically, the Bears game 
happened even before that. There's been two Vikes games between pods. No, that was last week. Uh, no, dude. I don't remember. Yeah. We haven't talked about the Bears game on this podcast. We have. It was a Monday night football game. Oh, I think we did a we did um, a double feature. Yeah, we, we talked, talked about, about the both upcoming games oh, last week. That's right. So, like, we got to give a little input on the Bears, and that's then right. right after that, the Rams. After the Bears game, I'm pretty sure. No, we we did because we wa- we did the pod before we watched the, that's right. the game. Yeah. All right. Interesting. We did win money, gotcha, people. Gotcha, gotcha. You, you knew what we bet on the We did the, the bet, and then we, then we lost. <laughs> yeah. JJ got that touchdown right away, and we were feeling good. But then Kirk throws his worst yardage game in his career. What? Yeah, like was 80 it? yards or something? We, went, we went over on the 248 or something like that. Oh, we not was not my calls. Yeah. I was team under. Just saying. Uh, we would have we lost that. either way. I think we lost a few other of those bets. Oh, yeah. yeah. We we, uh, we won a couple, too. It was a really bad game. It was not fun to watch. Nope. Uh, three of us watched it with Adam and Luke, Luke. Uh, two former guests. Um, yeah, I think that we would have all hoped for a more fun and entertaining game to watch. But it was very nice um, when there's you know two minutes to go and you're up by more than eight points so that even if the other team scores, they'll do an onside kick, they'll fail, you win the game. And that's basically how the game ended. Like, they got a touchdown on the last play, but we were up by two scores the whole fourth quarter. That's true. Yeah, I got to calmly watch us win. That's true. Although it was that's a stinker nice. of a game with just horrible I, I, coaching. and I do feel like that was the best team we, we... That might be the best team we've faced all year. The Bears? Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm talking about the Rams. Okay. Yeah. So we're just yeah, we're closing yeah, up yeah, on yeah. Monday night yeah. against the Bears. Woof! <laughs> <laughs> thought there was a minute there. Yeah. We were talking about the Rams. <laughs> we did. Well, we, we had some disorientation. Let's, let's switch it over. We're, Miami let, D. Let's go, let's go Rams. Yeah, was... So we're feeling like we can make the playoffs after beating the Bears. For sure. Yeah. Okay. And then so, we just got to play well against the Rams. Yeah. And it's... Seven and seven. We go in seven and seven, right? Yeah. yeah. We're going okay. seven and seven. You're and home. We, yeah, we're at home. And we start out with a three and out. They get a march down touchdown, but we get an answer. And now we're like in a nice little chess match where... You know, we've got a chance to win. Yeah. Um, kind of going back and forth. But our offense couldn't do anything through, like, three quarters. They could not. Matt sure. Stafford threw three picks, and we lost. Two in our own red zone. Gifted. Yeah. Gifted. We were gifted ten points in the red zone off turnovers. Yeah. And that's all we scored through three quarters. Yeah. Man, but I think this was by far the worst red zone calling uh, that I've seen Oh, out of the, out of the Vikings. First Vikings. and goal at the eight. Absolutely, this year. Probably a lot longer than that. I mean, we were running on second and long every single time. Like, throw the ball and to the end zone twice. You're within 10 yards. Like, what are we doing? We weren't having success. When they're in the red zone, you either get lucky 25% of the time and you get that eight-yard touchdown run, but most of the time, it's a one-yard gain to a one-yard loss. Like, we're not running for big chunks of yards right. in the red zone. and. We just hand it off on first and goal and second and goal every time. And then you put all then you put all the pressure them knowing you're gonna throw on, on, that on third Kirk down, yeah. and on the receivers, and they're just they're not getting it done. And I noticed a very, I mean, there was no shots in the end zone on any of those red zone attempts that we got in turnovers. That's they were true. straight up. It was all underneath, hoping to 
get the yardage to get a pass. I'm like, why aren't we taking any shots in the end zone? the least aggressive gameplay I think I've seen. You have a better chance of getting a touchdown when you're throwing it in the area where you can get a touchdown. If you throw it under, then you have to fight for yardage to get there. It didn't make any sense. I actually went to this game, by the way. Was, oh, wow. Which was fun. I mean, yeah. it, it was I mean, tough after that punt return touchdown, yeah. which totally blew it. How did they not call a block in the back there? It seemed incredibly obvious that, I don't know, 47 or someone just went flying after it in the back, and then he got the edge and got a touchdown. And I just, I was kind of blown away. Are you allowed, because I noticed that some guy got taken out before the... the Punt returner, I caught the ball. Nope, that would still be a block in the back, even if so that's the, a block air, the ball's in the air. Okay, because that's what I was going to say, because it was clearly, he was clearly... There was three guys that went court. flying, but there was two I thought could have been called, and one that was just so obvious on the last guy, but uh, you can't make excuses for that, the terrible mm-hmm. performance that we put up. Yep. I mean, our defense was incredible, getting us turnovers, keeping us in it. Yeah, that's, I mean, our defense does look pretty good. We gave and up, we, like, 30 we, points, though. <laughs> yeah, we played a really, really, really good defense, too, I think. Yes, Aaron Donald was destroying whoever was lined up yeah, against does, him. it didn't matter. And it he, feels like we give up all those points because our offense is so streaky or just will stall. I mean, it was stalling the entire game, and finally you saw us actually actually drive down the field in, like, it was definitely the latter half of the game. It might have been end of the third, early fourth, where yeah. we finally were able to actually – drive the full length of the field. They were in prevent defense. They're up two with five minutes yeah. to go. Like, yeah. But also, we didn't try to establish that from the beginning. And, like, you almost – that almost has to be your game plan. We're always, like, a run-first team. Like, and even going back to the play calling questions in the middle of the season, uh, just be aggressive. Like, take some of those shots. We just, we just really don't take a lot of shots downfield, like 20, 30-yard shots that, you know, Thielen can come down with and Jefferson can come down with. We just don't – like that one in the corner of the end zone where we threw it into the flat. Yeah. And if we would have waited a split second and, and caught Jefferson, it's like those are the chances you need to take to win football games. It's obvious that, that we're a talented team. Um, and I don't know, like there's good things. The kicking's really good this year uh, for the first time ever. Yeah, our special teams has been pretty Special teams good. is pretty good, but I don't know. I, what Where are we? Uh, record-wise, we're seven, seven and eight. eight. What do we? What do we two need games to, to go to make the playoffs? We need to we win both. We, we need to win both and have and the, the Eagles, Eagles lose, lose at least one, one, and the Saints to lose at least two, two. out of their last three. And who do we play? Included. We play the Packers and the Bears both away. No, pa- Bears, Bears are, home. are home. Packers away. So if we lose next week, we're basically we're, out. We're, we're almost guaranteed to be out. Yeah. I feel like I feel like we can. We to the Packers. Yeah. Yeah. At at Lambeau. Yeah, it's gonna be it's a tough one to win. It's gonna be single one. digits yeah. too. But, but but like, if there's any team that we can beat, it's <laughs> yeah. them. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. we we are we a just, different team when we play the Packers. The hatred just yeah, pushes are, us over the edge. Yeah, we are, we are good against the Packers. Maybe like the comments that Justin Jefferson had after the game yesterday can spark the team a little bit. Like, like, hey, I'm the leader now. Like, this is my team. Like, we don't have, we don't really have that guy on the bike. And that's one, that's one thing that's missing on our offensive identity. It's not like we have someone going out there that's like swag. Like, I am a Kirk fan because I do think he can make all the throws. I think he can stay in the pocket. But what he doesn't bring and what we need on offense is that aggressiveness. Like, yeah, the, that, the leadership. That leader, for oh, sure. A, sure, a leader. That like the one that like is everyone can relate the troops, with. The, the, yeah. 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 And you know, maybe Jefferson's like, yeah. If if not, um, if we don't end up winning, you know, I'm, Zimmer, he's probably my favorite coach during my lifetime in thirty years. Same. I, I mean like Denny yeah. Green when we were kids yeah. maybe, but 
and and thinking about yeah, it would have like we could have fired him earlier this year, but now it's like I feel like if that's how we feel about him as as fans, we should wish that he can like go off on that note of like the victory. Well, well just like respect, like sure. hey. You did some really great things for this franchise. We want you to be a part of the future. Like, don't just kick him out of town. Yeah, but, I agree. Like, hey, like he's going to be a number one fan if we ever win a Super Bowl, right? That kind of guy. Yeah, I mean, if our defense finishes strong, like we just had a bunch of turnovers against the Rams, if we keep that up these last two games, I think that, you know, that would that'd be a good moral victory to go out on. But the talk of the town the last day and a half since the games have ended was, you know, how bad and conservative our play calling was compared to how aggressive and amazing Dallas Cowboys Kellen Moore's play calling was. They put up <laughs> 50, baby. 56 points and they just they just kept passing because they knew they could and they didn't take their foot off the gas. They were up 42 to 7 at halftime. And then they they threw for another touchdown in the second half. And yeah, they benched they benched Dak and just a yeah. Cooper Rush, but like they were still aggressive with Cooper Rush. Like Absolutely. they were still calling plays they thought were going to be successful. So well, that's your, a, that's your call right now. You're calling a uh, Callen. He will be a head coach somewhere in the NFL next yeah. year. It could be the Cowboys. They might get rid of McCarthy and promote uh, Callen Moore. Well, here's the thing, like. As a Viking fan, like we do have so many talented pieces on our offense that that can be really good, and and for whatever reason, we're just not like using those to our advantage. We're not like kicking over teams, and um, whether it's Kirk or whether whether it's Kellen at quarterback next year, or whatever it ends up being, if we decide, I hope it's not Kellen. Well, I as mean, much as I want Kellen and Kellen, yeah. I, I hope it's not Kellen. I, I do believe rough. in Kirk's ability to to drop back and absolutely rip the ball in a, in a really fast offense, something that, like, Kellen Moore could come on and and absolutely elevate our offense to, to new levels with a pretty solid defense. Like, that, that's, like, exactly what I want next for a Vikings fan. Like, if we're going to move on from Zimmer, which it probably seems like the right thing, especially if we miss the playoffs this year, and probably even if we make the playoffs and lose in the first round, I think – I don't think anyone's over here like, this is where we're going in the future. Like, yeah. That's the problem with the bikes right now. You don't we need that spark right now. Um, but yeah, I, I think if to go off your point a little bit, I think if we got a Kellen Ma or more or something like that, somebody that was like a really smart coordinator, and they could they possibly make Kirk what Matt Ryan was his MVP season and his Super Bowl run? It's like I don't think they're that different of quarterbacks. No, like, I mean, I think, pocket quarterbacks can easily win. Um, Championships and like we do that. our offensive line. I like where we're going with the offensive line. I like where we're going with Dalvin. I like Jefferson. You know, if we can get another year or two out of Thielen, great. But he's obviously starting to wear down a little bit. Like KJ's performed well. He had that drop that it was it was a hard throw yeah. in the end zone, but that yeah. was Kirk's red zone pick. Um, but like, I guess worst case scenario is that like you throw it off your receiver's hands and it gets picked. I mean. The, the defense made a play there too. It wasn't just like a pure sure. drop. What do you yeah. What do you guys think is what's the number one thing we're missing as a team right now? Number one player. We're one player away. What is it on offense? Kyler no, Murray. Like, like, <laughs> if, like our draft pick next year. Yeah, if we got like a a revolutionary end, I think that that would be really helpful. I mean, I know. We were like, don't take a defensive end in the first round this year because there's not any good enough, or we don't need that position. Well, when we lost to Neil Hunter, we need, like, that, position. We need that position. And Everson. Everson had a great start to the year. Everson had definitely turned it around. For I don't even know how he's doing. 
He's still I think out. He's just chilling. Still I think out. he's yeah. He's he still working on himself. So he's he's coming back for a playoff run. Hopefully, nah, not if Zimmer's gone. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess Andre Patterson. If if we keep I, him as our defensive coordinator, then I think I think, I think we need, yeah. I, I really think we need a clean wipe. And honestly, like even on the you don't want wipe. you don't want Andre Patterson next year. <laughs> yeah. Gotta go tell him to clean wipe. I don't know. Is is he that? Is he that? Defensive fiery leader that we need. He's a defensive end guru who is our co-defensive coordinator right now. I don't think he's. I don't son. think he's going to accept the position to go back down to defensive line coach. No, he would be our full-time D coordinator with Kellen Moore as our our full-time coach. <laughs> We're right. getting Kellen Moore. Let's go. I, I, that's that's what I'm saying. That's, I I like the I like that vision. I I can get behind that. that, okay. that that's easy to sell me on. I yeah. Think. It'd be fun to watch. It really would. I would say for me, if it's offensive, it's going to be a great center or some kind of interior line. Yeah. It would be awesome. I agree. On defense, like you said, if we could just get a better pass rush or even even just like a great defensive tackle, but a defensive end especially. We need some corners, guys. We don't. We do need some corners. We say that every year, and it doesn't. It doesn't work. How no, no, I understand that. We need a one that's actually good. How about like we, we need a good Cam Bynum full time too? Like he had that Cam really Bynum made plays. Like, like I mean, he he really sparked the defense in a lot of ways that that uh, game or those couple games. And like Barr is playing the best we've seen since uh, maybe rookie years, second year. Yeah. Um, Kendricks is great. Kendricks is great. Like Wanham is playing pretty good. Our defensive line isn't doing terrible, but it's just our something's missing in our secondary. And I don't know. I feel like it's. I feel like it could be that safety. The spot. reason our secondary looks bad is because we don't get pressure on quarterbacks with our defensive line. You know, our D tackles have been underwhelming. Uh, like we've been getting gashed on the ground, and then our defensive ends have also been underwhelming because. They're inconsistent. They're they're Kirk Cousins. They'll win one or two possessions, and then they'll lose on three straight possessions. Like, their defensive ends aren't putting together complete games. And also, to compound that, Zimmer doesn't scheme a ton of blitzes. He's not that kind of... He gets good pressure, but not a straight-up sacks. He's yeah. more of just to get, make the quarterback uncomfortable. But they don't scheme a lot of those like some of these other guys do in the league. For sure. All right, so who do we got next week? We got Green Bay at Green Bay. Um... Guys, I, I'm giving up on the Vikings. <laughs> oh, wow. But, Come on. You're the optimist this season. <laughs> they're not going anywhere. They're not going to make the playoffs. But they're going to go, and they're going to get a win in Green Bay. All that, right. that is my prediction. We're going to lose to the, to the Bears. Um, or even if we win to the Bears, we're going to miss no matter what. But we're going to go, and we're going to beat the Packers. That's my prediction. I'm a little worried because I heard reports that it's supposed to be single digits, and we're in a dome now. Then we're used to the warmth. Sunday uh, night football. Sunday night football. I'm honestly I'm a little pessimistic, especially with how bad our offense was rhythmically last last Sunday this, night football. Sunday. Oh. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's gonna be another tough game on offense. I, we we've lost all rhythm. It seems the only the only person you can rely on really is Jefferson at this point. I mean, if Dalvin's back, it might be a different story, but I'm um, I feel kind of pessimistic. So I'm going to say 24-14 Packers. Yeah, the Packers are six-and-a-half-point home favorites. Yeah, they should um, be. I don't know. I think that those are favorable odds for the Vikings, for sure. I agree. Because there's no reason we are not going to keep it 
within a one possession sort of three point game. That's our that, that is our that's um, our mo. Yeah, that's we're, our mo. We're gonna have a one possession game. We're gonna be trying so, to make up so, the. We're gonna be behind, so but giving, we're always gonna keep it behind by one. Giving either team seven, six and a half, seven points. That's favorable to the Vikings. That said. I, I'm kind of with Garrett. I can see a path to victory. We've already beat the the Packers once this year. Right. And, oh, yeah. I mean, if we just put it all together for a game, which for some reason we've been doing it against the Packers, I think we could win. And so, you know, we'll keep the dream alive. I'm not saying the playoffs are done with yet. Um, they're a lot harder now. Uh, but the, the other teams fighting for the seventh seed are both trash as well. So, um I'll, I'll go Vikes by by three. Let's get it like a like a twenty to seventeen game. A game one. Greg, I'm, I'm gonna go Greg Joseph. I'm gonna go thirty-one thirty-five. Vikes. Oh, Ooh, shootout! Let's go. Because yeah, we put up so many points against the Bears Monday <laughs> night. <laughs> All on offense, or did we get a defensive touchdown there? Thirty-five. It'll have to be touchdown. No five. Five. Oh, five. I, I, I think you can. No, you can get you can get four and, and two extra. And, uh, Extra point. That's a good defense. In January in Lambo, I bet. Kirk, <laughs> <laughs> I bet Kirk comes out in like a like three sweatshirts. He's gonna have like a little My Little Pony hoodie on. Just. <laughs> but then absolutely balls out. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just be like, yeah, darts. I was really warm today. Like I was feeling really good. Just throwing darts. The guy can whip it, dude. Oh, yeah, 100%. Whips it. Oh my god. All right, let's talk about the rest of Week 16 here. Sure, sure. Um. Titans over Niners on Thursday night. Um, um, kind of surprising. Yeah, AJ what, Brown. Niners, Niners were up 10-0, then the Titans were yeah, up. Yeah, AJ Brown, 10-0. huge game. Debo Samuel, Massive. huge game. Yep. I mean, you got the fantasy performances out of your guys, unless your name's Julio. But or Kittle. You're not starting Julio ever. Or Kittle. Kittle, yeah. He cost me one league. Yeah, for sure. Um, rough. But yeah. Solid. Yeah, I mean, I was, this is kind of surprising. They're win. both playoff teams, but they they're are. both like kind of disgusting. They are kind of both. So disgusting. maybe, maybe if the Titans get back Derrick Henry, we'll fear them again. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Colts over Cardinals. Colts winners of eight, eight of ten. Uh, Cardinals three straight losses. Yeah, who is the team game. before the Lions? Um, the Rams. The Rams. Rams. Lions. Cardinals. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Or, I don't. I don't know if the Cardinals have it. Anymore. No, I, I don't know if they do either. Um, I think they're really hurt without Hopkins. I th- um, it's it's not automatic anymore like is, it was. Is he going to be back to a full health by playoff time? I think he's out for the season. I think he might be yeah. out. Hopkins out oh, for the year? I don't know if he is. Maybe it's regular season. Maybe yeah, I think he might have went on the IR, but short term. I think they're hoping that he can come back for the playoffs, but it's not close to a given and he could be out for the season but sure. either yeah. way you can tell that they are missing their their alpha you know you got Christian Kirk or AJ Green basically being and then Zach Ertz which I mean fine but if that's if that's your number one option you know AJ Green looks like he's, he's dogging it out there he doesn't look like he's trying um, but yeah it's interesting to see and I mean a lot of people too like I can't even imagine being the Kyler or Taylor I mean, you can't be mad at Taylor, but it's got to be tough when you expect them. They've carried you in your playoffs, and really they just kind of were human. Yeah. But they still put up fine fantasy days, 10 and 21 points. Michael Pittman kind of bounced back as well for Michael the Colts. I mean, he, he might have been a desperation play because he, he kind of, he's kind of been struggling lately. Um, yeah. Chase Edmonds. 
He did Chase pretty Edmonds, solid. Chase Edmonds came in in relief. James yeah, Conner missed the game. That was that was big. That yep. was pretty quick to kick off too. Like yeah, late. for most of the day, you thought he was playing. Is what mm-hmm. it sounded like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Jets over Jags. We'll go through these quick so we can get to the league. Jets yeah. over Jags. And just James um, Robinson just got injured. James Robinson out for season. That's um, so sad. Torn Achilles. Yeah. So he's got that long recovery now. And, yeah. So it's and just Travis like Etienne's that. Back Travis Etienne is looking like a great investment. Yeah. yeah, in uh, in quick in dynasty, dynasty, what would you what would you have to get to give up Travis Etienne right now? At least a first. It probably it would definitely be a first round pick. Probably maybe mid level, just because uh, I'd say you know, anywhere the, six six or one would be okay with. Me. I don't think anyone on on rookie draft day right now is saying they would trade Etienne for the sixth pick. Like if you had ET yeah. in your hand, you're not trading him for the sixth pick. Especially because people are universally kind of down on this class, even though I think you can actually take advantage of this a little bit where people might be willing to give up their first-round picks pretty easily in Dynasty because it's universally has kind of a down view. But He's going to be good players. Never, yeah, I mean, there's going to be yeah. five or six wide receivers in the first round again this year. And are there going to be any running backs in the first round this year? I haven't followed much. I think there's one. Attention. Um so, yeah, yeah. So I think maybe if you had the 101 and Brees Hall, you know, and that's what you're looking at, and you're like, maybe I'll take Brees over ETN depending on landing spot. But sure. right. I also wonder, too, I mean, you look at Akers, how did he, yes. a six, what, six month recovery? Yeah, Less? And a torn Achilles? He's active on an NFL roster, and he tore his Achilles in July. <laughs> how, there has to be some advancements in the rehabilitation of Achilles for this to yeah, happen. Um, I was reading the NFL game this quickly. Yeah, that's. that's I was reading something about how they said back in the day, and which might even just be a year ago, they used to have people rest their mended Achilles, and now they're getting people back moving as soon as possible because they said they don't want it to calcify. And so I wonder if they just discovered like the best way is to get people moving immediately, and that's making a huge difference in recovery. But you know. All this to say, maybe James Robinson bounced back in six months. He's still young. You know, maybe not six, yeah. but he, if that's the timeline for Akers, he could be in by September. I mean, sure. and so it's sure. going to be interesting to see. But, I mean, obviously the stock for ETN is way up, and it'll be yeah. – he'll have a chance to show he's a lead guy and Robinson, you know, and, you know, he comes back and maybe it's a timeshare, and then they let him go because he has – at the end of his um, contract is by the end of next year. But um, tough break after such a tough time with Urban, too. And he finally gets the load and then tears his Achilles. Yeah, that's how it goes. I don't know. Uh, Bills over Patriots. Patriots still thought it was this snowy fest. And yeah. Damon Harris gets three rushing touchdowns. <laughs> he dominated. But, but, they, uh, but they lose. Uh, Bills kind of ran away with that one at the end. For sure. Um, Bengals over the Josh Johnson-led Ravens because Lamar Jackson and Tyler Huntley are both out. That sucks. That's the game. 525 yards, four touchdowns for uh, the Bengals. Or for, yeah, just for, for Burrow. Burrow. Um, Higgins, we talked about. Jamar Chase had one, or like 10 for 165. He had a huge seven game. for 125. Seven yeah, for 125, but yeah. Mm. And then even Mixon had 70 yards in the receiving And then game. Tyler Boyd had a 62-yard <laughs> touchdown. Like, if you had a Bengal that was startable, he performed well. I don't know. Tyler Boyd wasn't started in a lot of leagues he should, a he lot was, of this he year. He wasn't startable at this point. And, and, and even, like... Like Joe Burrow has not really been that startable the last month and a half, right? But so. I, I would say the buy low window for T Higgins is shut. Where if you can show <laughs> yeah, yeah. thirty seven yeah. points in one game, no one, not very many receivers can do that. So you know that his dynasty value has gone <laughs> way up in the last couple of weeks. Absolutely. Um, 
But yeah. And then um, we also talked a little bit about the Dallas crushing the football team. We did. Uh, the surprise of the week was Texans over Chargers, 41-29. to 29. <laughs> yeah. Rex Burkhead at absolutely day. <laughs> what we a grinder. Saw, yeah, we all saw it coming. <laughs> First Rex in, Burkhead. last out kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Carries that lunch bill. Justin sne- Jackson. Sneaky athletic. Sneaky athletic Rexy. <laughs> I don't think Burkhead is sneaky athletic. I don't know how. And and some guy, Chris, who's in our our, our toilet bowl, uh, so started, he started in, Rex in Burkhead and got what twenty five points. Yeah, it's crazy. It's great. Uh, Let's he, go Texas. He was the uh, Rex Burkhead is the top scorer in that matchup. Ah, disgusting. <laughs> Was he ahead of Justin Jackson? In, in, just in that specific matchup. Oh, gotcha, uh, gotcha. Like Keaton versus Chris in the toilet bowl. Got yeah. it, got no, it. No, uh, Justin Jackson had a bigger day. Yeah. Um, filled in for Eckler exactly how Eckler plays. Eight yeah. catches for 70 yards or something. And that, he was the leading receiver yeah. on the team. And I yeah. smartly started him in my third place game and one other league. Nice. It was a good pickup midweek when I saw that Eckler was put on COVID IR. I said, you got to go get Justin Jackson and then 30-point performance. And so apparently, too, he on his pod. So Eckler is actually like pro-fantasy community. For sure, yeah. And he actually said, hey, guys, I tested again. I'm symptomatic. Like, I have to... He basically said, "Pick up Justin Jackson." Like he yeah. told people in advance on his. He's had a huge day. Because he was like, "I don't know if I'm going to clear." And so, huge shout out to Austin Eckler. You're the man. Eckler's the coolest dude. He yeah. plays Rocket League. He's I a love cool, that he's man. A cool dude. I started him in both of my leagues that I had a shout out the championship. Guy. In. So it's. Uh, I mean, he's a lot of people are going to be uh, throwing out prayers to Justin Jackson for the rest of their lives after this one. <laughs> Fantasy glory. Um, all right, uh, into our main league. Uh, so. Probably got to it after after uh, last week. What mm-hmm. was the fantasy? What was going to be? What was going to be happening? It all basically happened. Yeah, Justin and Matt. Justin and Matt are uh, in the finals, facing each other. Two week playoff. Justin um, starts with a thirty six point lead over Matt. It's just crazy how Justin <laughs> steamrolls the league, and he like even when his good players go down, he just still has other guys pop off. Yep. Josh Allen for 31, Devontae Adams 28, Cowboys D 26. Like, 26 just, on a D. And yeah, he got duds from most of the rest of the positions he started, but <laughs> yeah. he's up by 35 points going into the final week of the championship. He was, de- he was destined to win this one, guys. This might go as an all-time great fantasy this, this season. An all-time he's, great fantasy he's season. He's 12 and 1. Yeah. He's 12. I've never seen it. He, he lost the first week. So he he's hasn't lost win week two. <laughs> 12 win streak. Not here. a single week. Dude, no. What if I now, now, I would have beat him this week? Just throwing that out there. Sure, but uh, I had I would have had a hundred and eighty-two point seven points <laughs> if I was paying attention and like like was trying to do anything because I picked up the Eagles D for the playoff run. Yeah, started the Ravens D against Cincinnati, so it would have been a twenty-five point swing. But T Higgins, Dak, Debo, Chase Edmonds, like that was a squad this week. That would have been crazy. If absolutely you were, dominant. If I was, if in you a, were actually in any game that right, mattered, it didn't matter at all. <laughs> That's the worst. I have a very similar team though in our uh, Ross Geller's league. I put up one forty-seven in that one. Very um, nice. And that's with James Robinson. Oof. Um, um, so that's uh, yeah. But then the most important matchup, the one that everyone cares about, is the, the toilet, toilet bowl. bowl. Keaton go. versus Chris, and it's basically tied. It's after, basically after tied. This week. Yep. <laughs> I, I tried to get any thoughts from Keaton and Chris uh, going into this, and so uh, Keaton just wanted to, to put out there, 
that uh, he, he can't really talk crap about anything because his roster is so terrible. And he just wants Chris to maybe take it easy on him <laughs> since he is now a father of two. Yes. Um, Does he not know who Chris is? <laughs> I don't know if they're close friends, um, but... He knows that of Chris, probably. Yeah, sure. Um, he's in our league. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the thing is, Chris is also a father of two. Right, Keaton says, well, then he gets it. I yeah. mean, like, yeah. take it easy on me, but... Uh, Chris said that he's been losing sleep over this. He does yeah, not want to lose. lose. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it all I, comes I, down to week I 17. I would not want to lose either. Oh, yeah, if gosh. I was ever in that position, I was. Like, like for a while. In some other leagues, too, that we don't have a punishment. Yeah. I do not want to finish last. No, dude, that's oh. just a stain on your career. Yeah, like, I'm not last. <laughs> I got unlucky, that's what I can say. And the physical punishment, I mean, it's it doesn't sound easy. I don't want that either. No. Um, this would be a great one, though, to watch. Like, either way, we're going to get to see great athletic performances out of these. Truly. Um, There's going to be 30 for 30s right after these. We're actually going to make... <laughs> this we're going to get to document we're, we're, this. We're, 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 <laughs> And that, we had to like clarify what we're gonna do here. I thought we were gonna send it to all 32 NFL teams. Sure, we wrote but, that down. But we could also make a short documentary. Like uh, I think, like just a, a high a, production a, a value. Full four minute yeah. episode of super high production. Yeah, give him like a real like sob backstory. Yeah. <laughs> like oh man, I really want this guy to do well. And then and then he actually gets drafted, and that's how the movie ends. <laughs> <laughs> It's perfect. Uh, just ma- make the whole performance look just legendary. Absolutely. I you just got, have to got say, the next Willie Beeman. I have to say, um, I just looked. I had to take a peek through Justin's schedule just to see how bad he lost that first week. He only lost by five points. Final oh zero RB strategy. He almost went thirteen and zero and has a chance. He would almost had a perfect season. That's insane. We'll see Thanks. what happens after this week. But if he wins the ship and you're five points away from a perfect season, perfect season. I don't know. If I've never seen one. That would be like bowling a th- better than bowling a three. Zach, have we ever seen one? A not, perfect not season? Me. No. Um, to be fair, that first week, uh, Justin lost by five, but it was to the second or the third lowest score in the league. Okay, so he was the second. He was best. the second lowest score. Okay, in the so he didn't deserve to win. No, he did not. Trash. Um, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> do better, Justin. Yeah, come on. That's not a perfect season. <laughs> best ball update. Um, so we, we got eliminated in those two, okay. but the other two are still going. We're still going. They go okay. through the whole season. Oh, yeah, You're only facing these six or twelve people. Oh, but in the like the million dollar one, we're out. we're out. We're not. What? So, so we're not. We we're not making any millions. Sucks. Um, we we will earn back our entry fees. Okay, and a little bit more. And we're gonna earn more tonight on the pick'em. Oh shit! That's, the way, pick'em started like an hour. It ended like an hour ago. <laughs> way too late for this. <sighs> we should have done this before the podcast. <laughs> I, how am I supposed to win my hundred dollars tonight? Right. You can't. This sucks. You have to sell Tanner your brownies. No. Tanner almost was willing to pay Zach $100. For just a normal batch of brownies. (laughs) So so that nobody else here could eat them. And, yeah, no, I I said I would hand feed him. I would protect $100? Yeah. For a three-quarter pan of brownies? (laughs) Oh, easy. Um, We have to talk about the Dynasty League, too. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Big play. Yeah, this is big for you. This is is all about me, honestly. (laughs) For Um, sure. But, so... We're sitting, so I'm facing a loving son. Shout out to Tom in London. Yeah. Um, 
We Jolly old we had time. a shootout, you guys. <laughs> Me and him had so I had Justin Jackson, the savior, coming in, put up thirty points. Ronald Jones, fifteen. Jamar Chase, sixteen. DK actually got a touchdown finally. Mark Andrews going off, and he had the same thing. He had T Higgins, he had Devonte Adams putting Oof. up both thirties. Um, it's all coming down right now to Alvin Kamara. Um, I am up one twenty nine five point five four. He has 115.98, so basically 116 to 130. If Kamara gets 14 points, he's moving on to the championship. And Ooh. so far, that's going in my favor. Kamara only has three carries for seven yards, so I'm really hoping that book keeps really just having a tough time. We're in the first quarter, but it's the 14 it's, points is what he needs. Yep, exactly. And so right now he's projected to still be by about 1.5 points, and I'm hoping that Kamara keeps this, this uh, going. I don't see it going for long, but... Um, I've got shares of Camara though, and it's I'm tight. like, "Come on, let's go, twenty points, knock him out of here." So I'm, I'm nervous. I didn't feel good about my chances coming in. It helps that book's been stalling out, but it's only a matter of time before they start passing to Camara. So we'll see what happens. But it's getting a little, it's getting a little crazy. And so then uh, Jesse Book is is the Ian starting book. quarterback Ian for book. B-O-O-K. Ian Book. What happened to Trevor Simeon? Uh, He's on the COVID, COVID list. Him and Taysom. Dude, the I, NFL is just nuts this yeah, year. It's, yeah, it's weird, man. <laughs> I don't know what to think. It's not, yeah, it's just not, that's fun. You 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 want everybody to play. Yeah. Like, you don't wish, we're, we want to know who the best team is. Let everybody play, and it's that, that's the entertaining part of it, and then for, especially for fantasy. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's so hard that, like, it should almost be a thing where you get, like, their backups points. Like especially if they were out in a game, yeah. But like you can't do that either because that's yeah. like that, that's not you're not drafting Jacksonville's running backs. You're yeah. drafting a player. Yeah. So. It's and you can only go so far. Like there, ha- you don't want to be like, oh, we have to absolutely eliminate all risk and everything. But right. It's, um, it's interesting. It's just but, part of the game. It's part of the luck. That's why. You, that's why you bet. It's not all talent. Yep. But I gotta say, so one last thing on that matchup is I had Melvin Gordon starting. I was just deciding between Melvin Gordon, Darnell Mooney, and Rashad Penny the whole morning. I kept switching them out, and I finally decided to go with Melvin because it was a pretty good matchup against the Raiders, and also he's just been a reliable guy. High, you know, pretty high floor, like five to ten points at least you can bank on, and he and then he has those games where he puts up twenty, and so you're just feeling pretty good. Guy puts up .5 points. He went oh. seven carries for negative four yards. I'm, I yeah. played him because I thought he was a safe option because I was worried about Mooney busting and Penny had a bad week the previous week. So I'm kicking myself for not starting Penny because I'd be in a really good spot now, but it's all up to the fantasy gods now. It's all up um, to the fantasy gods now. Oh, man, it's going to be a, a, a fun night watching the game with you, Brayden. <sighs> um, probably wrapping up somewhat shortly. Yeah. Um, we, I, there's a few like just really big performances last week that we didn't talk about, but I have those like best and worst. I'll just point out some surprising ones. Uh, Zach Wilson or Zach, yeah, Zach Wilson, <laughs> yeah, was, Zach Wilson ran for 80 yards and a touchdown. Future Vikings franchise um, quarterback Zach yeah, Wilson, send, send him over. But only five or six, sorry, six quarterbacks over 20 points this week. Wow, it's kind of surprising. Um, but yeah, we talked about T Higgins, Devontae Adams, another huge week. AJ Brown, big comeback week. <laughs> Isaiah McKenzie had twelve catches for one hundred twenty-five yeah, yards. Yeah, they, they had COVID IR troubles for the Bills wide receivers, but Gabe McKenzie Davis might well. be startable next week too. Joe Byron Pringle. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, well done, Garrett. Well, pulling that out of his quiver at the end of the pod. Joe I love Byron. It. Yeah. Joe Byron. By- Byron Pringle. <laughs> Byron Pringle. He. I mean, you never know what. Let's get a wide receiver, receiver yeah. to start for, for the Chiefs. Sure. So, I wouldn't look into that at all. 
Amon Ross St. Brown, though. What Keeps an excellent... Amon Ross St. Brown town. What an excellent, like, end to his, like, first season. Like, he's gonna, he's gonna come in so highly drafted next year. Oh, On a yeah. terrible offense. Yeah. He had the second-string quarterback. He's, I mean, and already the first-string quarterback isn't very good. So, just unreal. He's the, gonna be next year's Brandon Ayuk. Yes, fifth-round pick who sucks. <laughs> Brandon Ayuk doesn't suck And I think anymore. Ayuk's going to end up bouncing. But, yeah, it's it's one of those things where I would try to buy low on Amon Ross St. Brown I when that same situation happens with Zach, Zach you want to trade Amon Ross St. Brown? I think you have him in Dynasty. I think I have him, yeah. <laughs> it, I think people are going to say on a bad offense, it's all a fluke, especially if he comes out cold at the beginning of the year. Try to buy because rookie court ride receivers, especially one that – like him, where you know he that when they emerge like that, that means I mean that means something. That means that he created the separation. He's earning those targets. Wide receivers earn targets, and to do that as a rookie, he's he's the real deal. He's looking good. I mean, uh, I was just gonna say I own him in Dynasty, and I would sell him. So if the price is right, is he's definitely movable. Yeah, uh, Devonta Smith. Had a big week. Guys, we need to stop and give a moment of appreciation to Cooper Cup. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be maybe one of the greatest wider. It already is. One of the greatest wide receiver seasons of all time. Plus, he gets an extra you know? game over here. And he gets an extra game. So, he's yep. got two more games yet. Yeah. And he's like, he's going to probably break the all-time receptions record. Um, How? It, receptions. It's crazy. How is he going to be Michael Thomas's record? But I guess it takes a bit. Oh, sorry. Marvin Har- he beat Marvin Harrison's, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, okay, so Michael Thomas, he set that. He, was that just? Was that only in 2019? Yeah. Just, yeah. Wow. It, why does it feel like an eternity? <laughs> um, yeah, Michael Thomas set the record. Oh, so 149. I think that I think Cooper Cup's right there. Yeah, Cooper Cup's at, at 132. So with two games left. So he needs 17 in two games. His oh, he's average gonna puts him it. over that. I'm gonna hit it. I wish it would be awesome if he hit it in 16 or. Uh, yeah, in yeah, 17, but what are you going to do? If I mean, you, I, I'd just like to see that flat 150 number. Yeah. yeah. Get, get, get him to, like, 150. What's he have for touchdowns? and 14 touchdowns, okay. 1,700 yards. So he would need, you know, another 250 yards yeah. and another 10 touchdowns. Man. Go to, <laughs> but but he's leading the NFL in all three. 150 for 2,000. That'd be wild. Crazy. There hasn't been a triple crown wide receiver since Steve Smith in 2005. Wow. wow. And I'm also surprised uh, Steve Smith. That's crazy. Yep. So, what what did I miss on the pod? What's happening in the game? Tanner's uh, back. We're about to wrap up. Yeah, the I was going to say, we're about to. No, we're about to start hour number two. <laughs> it's a double feature Monday. <laughs> crack open a beer here and let's get started. <laughs> beer here. I just had to go wrap up the girls' podcast. It was pretty fire, guys. <laughs> Do you guys, guys want to keep going? Yeah. This guy does. Yeah, I know he does. Let's I know. Keep, it, keep it another 10, 15 minutes. I mean, we, we got a fantasy game here. I could also use a quick pause. Um,. All right. What what else do we have to talk about for football? Well, why do we have to talk about football? I don't know. Let's talk about basketball. This is not a basketball pod. We're <laughs> saving the basketball pod to, for the off season of the football pod. Everyone knows that, Tanner. How about? So, uh, <laughs> no, later, dudes. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> you just ended the pod. <laughs>